Hey, it's Friday, April 29th, 2022. A new study shows that you're a lot less likely to drive while under the influence of cannabis if you live in a state where it's legalized. Pepsi and Kellogg are pushing to stop copycat cannabis products. And Bankers Association from all 50 states are pushing the Senate for banking reform now. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. A study that was just released finds that drivers in states where cannabis has been legalized are a lot less likely to drive while high compared to states where it still is illegal. The study results were released online this week, and they'll be published in Preventative Medicine Reports in June. The researchers took a look at the behaviors of 1,249 cannabis users in relation to their driving after consumption. They broke the group into two sections and looked at those who used cannabis less than 20 times a month and separately at those who use cannabis more than 20 times in a month. In the group that used less than 20 times a month, they found that cannabis users who lived in states with legalized recreational cannabis, as well as those with medical-only cannabis, were significantly less likely to have driven within the three hours after consuming cannabis, compared to those who lived in states that had no legalized cannabis. In the group that consumed cannabis more than 20 times a month, they didn't find a significant difference between the states. The researchers said, Our findings suggest that driving under the influence of cannabis prevention is most needed in states without legalized cannabis. Because regulation of cannabis products in non-legal environments is not possible, mass media campaigns may be a good option for providing education about driving under the influence of cannabis. The researchers also said, although states should educate their citizens about the potential dangers of using cannabis in driving, this analysis suggests that states without legal cannabis are particularly in need of prevention efforts. They also suggested that states should consider mass media campaigns as a method for reaching all cannabis users. The deputy director of Normal, Paul Armentano, commented on the results of this study, saying, These findings ought to reassure those who feared that legalization might inadvertently be associated with relaxed attitudes towards driving under the influence. These conclusions show that this has not been the case and that, in fact, Consumers residing in legal marijuana states are less likely to engage in this behavior than those residing in states where cannabis possession remains criminalized. Another great reason for legalization. Educated cannabis users are safer cannabis users. Some of the biggest food and beverage companies gave a letter to Congress this week, asking them to do more to prevent marijuana-infused products that are copycats of their well-known brands, such as General Mills, Nabisco, and Pepsi. The Consumer Brands Association, made up of more than a dozen companies and trade associations with household names, sent the letter to congressional leaders this past week with their concerns. They said, While cannabis may be legal in some states, the use of these famous marks, clearly without approval of the brand owners, on food products has created serious health and safety risks for consumers, particularly children who cannot tell the difference between these brands' true products and copycat THC products that leverage the brand's fame for profit. A potential remedy that the associations and companies are suggesting would be to revise a section of an anti-counterfeit bill. They want Congress to expand the counterfeiting bill to penalize companies that sell these types of famous logos. Currently, there's no bill that specifically addresses this issue. The letter continued, This change is critical because it closes a loophole in the existing language to address a critical health and safety issue, and we urge your support. 
Concern for children is probably not really the true concern of these companies that are clearly targeting children with their own unhealthy products. But copyright infringement is certainly a valid concern. Appealing to Congress for children's safety, though, will certainly get more attention and quicker results. Yesterday, banking representatives from all 50 states and one U.S. territory sent a letter to Senate leaders. The Banking Association implored the Senate to include cannabis banking reform in a large-scale manufacturing bill up for review. The American Bankers Association, together with state associations, urged Congress to approve the SAFE Banking Act. SAFE stands for Secure and Fair Enforcement. The letter said that the SAFE Banking Act is urgently needed and widely supported. The Banking Association spoke about how the industry is operating primarily in cash, which causes significant public safety concerns. The letter said that the Safe Banking Act would promote transparency and improve tax collection. And they summed up their letters saying, The inability of the state-licensed cannabis industry to access safe and regulated financial services is a pressing concern for so many of our nation's communities and the banks that serve them. With state-licensed cannabis businesses currently operating in 37 states and more states weighing legalization, we urge you to include the Safe Banking Act in the compromise version of the Competes Act, to address these critical issues as quickly as possible. Multiple other legislators have also vocalized their support as well as written letters to their colleagues on this issue. Representative Earl Blumenauer of Oregon has been a longtime supporter of cannabis reform. He also sent a separate letter on the issue to the House and Senate this week, along with the Safe Banking sponsor, Representative Ed Perlmutter of Colorado. At a recent Banking Association event, Representative Perlmutter said that before he leaves Congress, he will continue to be a real pest and persistent in getting this done. Senator Patty Murray of Washington, who's the third highest-ranking Senate Democrat, recently reiterated her support for banking reform and talked about how she'll fight to get this action passed sooner rather than later. House Financial Services Committee Chairwoman Maxine Waters of California also said that the Safe Banking Act is a real legislative priority for her. Part of the urgency behind advancing this reform is a recent surge in crime targeting cash-intensive marijuana businesses in legal states. With burglaries and robberies on the rise at licensed cannabis retailers in Washington, Governor Jay Inslee and other officials have convened a meeting with marijuana stakeholders and financial institutions to discuss cashless options for store operations. This was noted in a Washington Liquor and Cannabis Board notice last week. Washington's Governor Jay Inslee and the State Treasurer Mike Pellicotti also said that they'll separately be sending another letter to Congress to reiterate their call for legislative action. Now that so many high-ranking politicians are supporting cannabis banking reform, it's hoped that this increased pressure will finally get legislators to get some cannabis banking laws passed and soon. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates. And follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.